Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to All About The Archers. An unofficial fan podcast. We chat about what's happened so far this week with spoilers and predictions that will no doubt prove to be highly inaccurate. Do join us as we celebrate the joy and madness of Ambridge. Welcome to this bonus episode of All About the Archers. I'm Philippa and I'm joined by Quentin to chat with Ronnie Jutty, who plays the one and only Ardil. Ronnie, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for having me. It's good to talk to you. I'm just bemused by Port Ardil because when he was introduced, he closed Grey Gables. The next thing he's meeting Kathy dressed as an Easter bunny. What was it like to get started? <laughs> it wonderful in a sense, really, because it was it really was hit the ground running with Ardil. And I really enjoyed how he immediately had this other facet to him because in a sense, on the surface of it, yes, he was very much coming in as he came in as a, as a very sort of unknown figure to begin with. He checked into into the hotel to stay there and he was having these sort of quote unquote meetings with Oliver. And yet nothing was sort of reported on dramatically in sense of what was going on in those meetings. No one knew who he was. And, and so there were a lot of question marks, which was a wonderful way to start because it certainly got the conversations going in the world of Archer's fandom and all of that. And that kind of whetted people's appetites, really, and got them thinking. And then once it was revealed that he was actually in these talks with Oliver to take on board the lion's share of Grey Gables, then it began to transpire gradually that he was on behalf of the money people, as it were. Ronnie, we know Oliver owns 40% of... Grey Gables. The other 60% remains a mystery and you're their front man. Who are so they, Ronnie? The... Come on, spill the beans. <laughs> so that's, that's are, you, so. are you the front man to the gills? Ardil is not, he is the face of that development, but it's not his 
personal money that is that right. 60%, which was very much part of those question marks that were coming up initially. So to go back to what you'd originally asked, to then get the other facet of him really getting involved with Easter, which was immediate for me, because that's what was going on in Ambridge. And immediately he was, oh, I'm really interested in that. Oh, really? There's local local farmers and local restaurants, and I'd be really interested in all of that. And, and he was immediately beginning to get himself involved locally, that, that thankfully developed this this part of him that eventually developed into him staying in Ambridge and befriending more people and really getting to know where he was as opposed to just being there as you say as the front of this business venture and have nothing to do uh, with the people of Ambridge which which often so happens in the world of business. Well I know you've straight batted that even though Ardell isn't a very good cricketer so we still don't know. <laughs> the other thing we must ask it's a bit of housekeeping is, is it Ardil or Adil? I mean, this is the big question on the forums, Ronnie. It is Ardil. So an R, not that you're feeling sorry for him, but that's what is worth keeping <laughs> in your mind. However, as I have always said, names like so many things, because of how they're formulated, do shift as accents change regionally. But yes, Ardil is, is the place to be. Did you know how big a part Ardil was going to be? Because he, he's very important now. I was given an inkling that it was a new character they wished to bring in and that he would very much become part of the woodwork, as it were. But, you know, who knows, really? Understanding and judging the kind of arcs and trajectory that characters have had in the arches. We are looking at a world that has existed for 71-odd years. And in, in that sort of light, what does six months or a year or five years or ten years mean? So... I believed so, but of course I was very much of the belief that I would be more than happy that he was purposeful and he was involved and he did have a development through the time that he would be there, whatever that actual time frame might eventually be. But so far, it's, he's really begun to work himself in and it has been developing for him. But it's, as listeners, we're, we're fascinated by Ardell because we just get little windows. Yeah, we just get mm. to know you and then they pull you back. Uh, we found out that you lost your wife at uh, a young age as a character. You, you've yes. spoken about your mother, uh, as I just alluded, mm. we've discovered that you're no good at cricket. So we start oh, we're getting to know more about Ardell, and then they shut the window again. Interesting, yes. We want to know more, Ardell. I mean, that's a wonderful thing to know, because if forums and the listeners and the audience, who it's for, really, as as much as we enjoy and love playing and being part of that world and developing it for the audience... It's that's wonderful to know that if the audience are feeling that, as long as that doesn't become an irritating bugbear that they think, oh, there's no point listening to Ardil because he's never going to tell us what we really want to well, know. You should just be demanding um, more lines, more scenes, Ronnie. That's what we need. I mean, I don't know. I, sometimes I have the feeling that that sort of reticence and him being very functional in a sense and business minded and getting on with the job at hand and keeping the personal away has probably benefited him as a character, as a person throughout life. And then, yes, we begin to get these little snapshots of his grandmother having this wonderful farm and him being aware of this dairy farming and cheese production as much as he then hops into an event and starts doing the Gay Gordons dance and sort of saves the day with that and singing horrendously and playing cricket very badly. And gets involved with, with the choir. And then he's also had moments where you think, oh, might there be 
uh, a moment where he's gotten to know Kirsty. Oh no, might there be something yeah. Uh, yeah. somewhere else, and we don't. And so I, I, I suppose I'm kind of enjoying those snapshots, and then there's something that is sort of fed through, hopefully in the right way at the right time, even if it's tragedy or concerns that he's had when he's been able to open up, as he does with Lillian regarding the tragedy. But then that's come off the back of another moment where Ardil's been sequestered, as most of Ambridge does by Linda Snell, into, I don't know, somehow being a fortune teller out the, out the thing with Lillian. And then there's that wonderful moment there and then ends up sort of driving Ruby off to being sort of operated upon and saved while he's away. Mm. So there's a lot of those interesting dynamics that go on. And then, yes, there's just a little flurry, a little colour of what else might be there. And I, I suppose as long as, yes, as long as the listeners aren't getting frustrated by that, then I'm quite enjoying keeping the, them mean. The mystery, yes. Bonnie, you mentioned the scene when Ardil recounted his memories of making cheese and the scenes you had with Helen and Tom when they were trying to get you to take their cheese. And I found the scenes, a lot of us did, so humorous. And I wondered how much fun you have had with some of the scenes. Yeah, I really love the scenes between Ardil and Linda. I mean, to me, immediately, there, are, there, there have always been scenes, because in a sense, they couldn't be more opposite. And yet they completely get each other and know how to operate on, on the other's level. And so there's something inherently similar in terms of what their <laughs> needs and desires are as human beings. And I constantly think of entertaining Mr. Sloan. And I always do mention that to Carol when I'm recording with her. And I go, oh, here's another entertaining Mr. Sloan moment. And again, it can be a, an innocuous conversation over whether he could have a sandwich made for his lunch <laughs> or whether he'll be requiring something at a certain time or his room getting cleaned or something like that. But actually then it, it inadvertently links into something else. But they do actually operate very similarly. So yeah, the, the, yeah. The, those those are enjoyable moments. Likewise with Oliver, I yeah. just have some wonderful scenes yeah. with Oliver because again, the dynamics between Michael and myself are, are great because, in a sense, again, essentially they work very similarly. However, again, generationally they're different and would approach things perhaps in a slightly different way, but come come to a point mm. where they're both trying to get to. It's just how they get there. Ronnie, much as I want to be asking you about the future for Ardil, I know we can't because there's so much coming up with the reopening mm -hmm. of Grey Gables and all the theories. But what I can ask, and hopefully you can tell yes. me, is more about what happens on a normal recording day. Give us an insight mm -hmm. into what goes on. So there's more than one episode that's recorded in a day. and They have their slotted times to record. But first of all, we will meet to have a read-through amongst all of the cast members in that particular episode with the director, not the writers, unfortunately. They can't be there all of the time, but obviously with the director, with the producer of those particular episodes for getting timings on the readings. We do a read-through of that to get a sense of how long the episode is running. There are usually within the scripts some predicated cuts, possible edits, if the timing's overrunning. And then if not, sometimes there are additional edits to the script that, that the director may want to already pop in for various reasons, whether that might be for story reasons or just timing or things that don't particularly sound right or 
there's a sense of having heard them in the rehearsed read-through that don't quite sit. So then those changes will come into play. So we're all aware of those. And then the director will decide on the order of the scenes to record them. And that usually, that can usually depend on, on various elements, but there'll be an order to recording. We don't record in a consecutive chronological order of the scenes. And then uh, the rest of us wait to go in and record our scenes in the studio. Uh, and then it's just you with just the characters that are in those scenes when you're in the recording studio. We're also very lucky. We have all of the props and most of the movement and most of the actions done for us by the wonderful prop team. And, and then in the studio, there's lots of the additional atmos and background sounds that are being fed in whilst we are recording simply audio in the studio itself. So sometimes we might be allowed or asked to open and close a door. We might even be asked to take a sip of something rather than that happening for us, or perhaps do a, do a bit of typing on something, but that's quite rare. So other than approaching into a scene physically or leaving, it's the words that we focus on. So if you're Chris or Amy, Stella or Pip, do they get to kiss the back of their hands or is that done for them? Ah, yes. The kissing of the back of the hands is always allowed okay. for the actor. Now, I don't know what that says about actors. Because on the forums, that elicits a group. People just don't want any, anything icky like that. But, oh, I see. Have I just given that inner secret away? Then? No, any kissing <laughs> sound, any hanky-panky. We're very prudish, it's, particularly Philippa. They might take comfort. In, in knowing that it is the back of the hand now that I've given that secret away. I don't know if I've... Uh... No, I think many of us knew that, but we're still... Philippa's got uh, blushes see. if she hears that. Yeah. There yeah. we go. So I, I don't feel too bad then. No, no, no way. <laughs> but Ronnie, with your career, though, and all that you've done sort of TV-wise particularly, you must have already experienced all the online analysis that goes on, the deep dives that fans do. Have you been looking at it as much with the Archers as with other things you've been involved with? Actually, you, you obviously grace me with far more social and internet aptitude than, than I absolutely possess. So thank you for that. But yeah, no, I, I probably haven't spent as much time looking into responses to things and how things have come, probably a bit, but it's been interesting to do that with the Archers because the Archers has, has this world online. And I suppose that's the world that it's become part of because it's on the radio as opposed to there being a television review or a review for a film, for instance, or a theatre review, where you take that on board and then that's reflected with the actual audience being there or, or sales of tickets and things like that. I have done a little bit more looking on social media with the archers because of the different groups, getting a sense of what people are questioning, perhaps, or what they've been thinking about with that. And, and yeah, that always gives a sense of it with the fact that it's on radio and they, and they may not have many other sort of forums to discuss. So I've gotten a sense of that. It's my other experience of that was when I was blessed and charmed to do Doctor Who. Uh, and, and I'm sure there are various examples of other, other shows and other, other positions that an actor can be in where you go, okay, I've been asked to do this or I've been asked to take on a certain play, uh, a particular writer's play, or working with a particular director, or what have you, or yeah, any of those things. So The Archers very much has that sort of historical tenure to it as well that is good to take on board. And it's, it's getting a reaction. In a sense, it's your reaction, which is the equivalent of if you're on stage and you think, oh, I, 
oh my goodness, I don't think that joke landed tonight, or <laughs> I don't think they they understood this yes. or that, or I didn't quite yeah. pitch that correctly or whatever. So it's it's always interesting to tap into. Ronnie, we come but, to the last question because we'd love to talk to you for hours and hours, uh, but we don't have long. We'll end with one very quick question. What's the best thing about being in the okay. archers? It is the camaraderie of everyone and how welcoming everyone is and supportive. Everyone in the team is so supportive and is very much there for you. So that that really makes you feel part of it immediately. And it makes it the best job in the world to constantly return to and, and keep on going with, really. So, yeah, it's all the love and care and affection that gets put, in, put into it from it's every lovely. member. But also as an actor, the regular work. Yes, exactly. So at the, at the moment, <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I've been absolutely overjoyed that my year, I, I started recording last February. So for me, it has been a wonderful progression that has remained steady and constant. So there you go. Well, Ronnie, it is just wonderful to talk to you and to hear more about your work uh, and more about your character. We can't wait to hear more about Ardil. I think there's a lot more fun yes. to be had. So thank you so much for joining us today, Ronnie. You're very welcome. Yes, thank we you very much, Ronnie. And I should just say, we'll be back as normal midweek for a midweek roundup of what's happened in the Archers so far. But Ronnie, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.